Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. Hi there. On this week's podcast, I want to dive deeply into scarcity mindset, what it means, how it shows up and what we can what we can do to start changing our mindsets. And to be ethically honest, which is it's something that's really hit close to home for me lately. I have at the ripe age of 44 have recently realized that I've actually lived in uh, quite a scarcity mindset all all my life. How it's, I suppose, shown up for me is um, I've always been um, quite bad or as family members might tell you, terrible with money. I don't really save forward plan or think too much financially about the future. I never have. And if you'd have asked me even a year ago, why that's the case, I would have always said, you know, I always felt I, I went with the flow, always believed, you know, uh, oh, well, things will come, you'll get there, you'll manage, you've survived worse, was always very much uh, my attitude towards money. And it's only recently, again, with doing some of the the work I do, for one, you'll always be told and I think there isn't a truer word your clients will be your greatest teachers and because of what I do I'm lucky enough to be learning all the time about the mind about emotions subconscious behaviors and all of these things and what it creates is it causes you to look internally and see your own behaviors a lot so to be honest it has actually been quite a shock to realize that I've very much lived in survival mode for as far back as I can remember. And that very much created the scarcity mindset. It's not so much, there is probably an element of going with the flow, but it's also absolutely um, having a scarcity mindset, which is something that I'm hugely um, doing the work on and changing at the moment and have been for a number of months. And what I want to do on this podcast is one, talk about that, as they say, how we can change it and how it showed up in my life and the impact that it's had. So first off, a scarcity mindset is when we believe that resources are very limited. It causes us to be very fixated on short term coping rather than long term living or long term problem solving or being long-term goal focused we're very much coping in the moment and then look to others and see that that they're thriving or they're saving or they're, they're building and wondering why you know why am I different why does that never happen for me and then just going oh well 
that's life's lot. That's what life threw at me. That's just how it's been. That's just how it is. That's very much how you how you think when you're within the scarcity mindset. So what tends to create a scarcity mindset? As I mentioned, coming from a survival mentality, when you spent a long time surviving things, just getting yourself through, just managing, just making it, that can become hardwired into your patterns and your belief system that you believe you're constantly surviving. So there's no point in trying to thrive because something else will always hit that you have to survive. Now, did I know that this was in a pattern of my thinking or this was hardwired into my behaviours? Absolutely not. Um, so it has in recent times come as quite a shock. And the scarcity mindset comes from a result of generally financial trauma, poverty or societal expectations. And for me, certainly in in growing up, there was a huge amount of scarcity um, surviving week to week. Um, and I didn't realise how much these behaviours had imprinted and stored themselves in my subconscious. And this was usually how I was living. Now, that tends to show up in one of two ways. Uh, with scarcity mindset. Either you're a money hoarder, um, constantly worrying that there, there isn't enough, that, that you need more, that you have to get more in, that um, you need more savings, more backup, more striving. And this can be a part of what drives the workaholic. And it can also show up in not having any boundaries around the level of work you take on or the amount you end up doing, all to constantly feed the, the scarcity mindset, all to get that money in, all to get that comfort, that backup, but it never being enough. It never diluting that, that feeling of scarcity. And again, this all happens underneath our conscious radar for me for 40 odd years, apparently. And the other side of the kind, the other way we can be behaving is very much the behaviours I was caught in, which was being an absolute spender. Never, never really thinking too far ahead, setting long-term plans, setting long-term goals, living week to week. As I said, that was hardwired in with, with survival, but it also created the, the no forward planning. No, no really thinking ahead because when I actually looked and peeled that back, it was, well, well, what's the point? You know, stuff is going to happen along the way and you're not going to have that money anyway. It's going to go, it's going to be taken, it's going to disappear. So you might as well spend it, you might as well enjoy it, you might as well live for now. And this in itself can have a, a huge impact. Now, I've been lucky enough in that Obviously, it didn't. Um, I I have a roof over my head. I have my home. I I pay my bills. But if I am absolutely honest, that hasn't always been the way. Um, I remember times in my life when I was in huge debt. Um, when I would have had provident loans, which are extraordinarily high interest. I um, I would have been late on mortgage payments. I I've learned to manage better over time. 
which is it, it, it's good, it's grand. I am absolutely doing better financially, but I've never actually stepped out of that, that mindset. I still don't forward plan. I still don't really look ahead and I still will be quite the ostrich when it comes to money. Burying me head in the sand. I remember points going back um, years ago now, whereas I'd be terrified of the letterbox. I would be terrified of open different letters that came in because I was I was so scared of um, what they say. I mean, like at points I got in, you know, I owed Etop, which are a shower of not nice people. I owed them, I think it was 600 quid because they kept double billing, double. I kept ignoring it. I was just in panic. I brushed it under the carpet. And a lot of the decisions I made, even down to a decade ago or less would have had a huge impact on my stress levels because I was so terrified and I again just thought that's the way things are that's just the way you live that's how everybody lives and it's only I suppose as I got older and looked around and realized well no that's not how everybody lives everybody else you know saves huge amounts I give myself a huge bull of bus if I save a fiver and generally, my savings would be quite short term. They would be aimed towards a short term goal, a holiday, a car, a, a new course, different things like that. And as I say, I've improved over time. But what hugely needs to be changed within within me is a lot of my thinking and a lot of my mindset. And that comes out of changing my habits when we look at our, our our habits, first, before we look at changing them, we have to look at what created the existing ones to erase them, to eradicate. Because a lot of the time, our habits are attached to patterns which are attached to, to beliefs. And our beliefs are formed when we're extremely young, between the ages of not to six, when we're young children and we're like sponges and we're absorbing absolutely everything that's going on around us and we're developing an understanding of who we are how we fit in what's safe what's not safe what's good what's bad and what makes you happy what makes you sad all of these things are all being formed between the ages of not and six and after that we build behaviors from them we build mindsets we build patterns we build beliefs all from them and then we can carry on out into our adult's life and for decades later behaving according to the beliefs that we created when we were young children and although we're no longer in that environment we still have the patterns that protected us within that that environment and this can hugely be where where scarcity mindset has come in a lot of what we're absorbing is either from mainly our parents, our caregivers, or the social environment around us. Uh, we can also be carrying down hereditary beliefs that, you know, come from grandparent to parent and so on down. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, you know, turn the lights off. It's not Liverpool. This all costs money or, you know, depending on how you grew up. As I say, when I grew up, things were very scarce. Money was always hidden to keep it safe. It was always hidden away. It always disappeared very quickly. It was always, you know, there was no change, no, no money. And 
from that, I think I genuinely developed a bit of a fear of money. And for me, you know, it was something you hid from that was going to be, you know, taken away. So it was something that you kind of, you, you never really looked at because it was this big worry. And it created a lot of rows, a lot of fights. It created a lot of upset in all the places you couldn't go or the things you couldn't do or the thing you never had. So I think even looking back when I was a child, when I did get money, when when I got, you know, pay as we got older or when I got money off my grandparents or wherever I got it from, even my communion money, I would blow it all. I would charge out and blow every penny uh, before it was taken. So from that, I can see now looking back where some of my habits developed and where some of it came from. For others in scarcity mindset, they made, may have hoarded every penny of the communion money. I mean, like that's actually saying he still has his communion money, you know, because that's how it impacted uh, that person growing up, depending on ourselves and our experiences. We can basically develop different ways of behaving because of the same mindsets or beliefs. We just react differently to them. And when we've discovered what the, the roots are, you can then see what triggers that response. For me, hugely bills coming in the door, not putting money in the bank, because for me, direct debits come out of the bank. So again, these direct debits will come in and take all that money. And listen even to myself now and doing the work on it, I've even looked and went, wow, I can't seriously believe that was your reality. But it is until you look at it. Your subconscious mind isn't rational. It's emotional. And we build in a huge amount of protection mechanisms to protect us from things we're afraid of. For me, one of the things was bills coming in the door. It caused huge fear. It caused huge, huge upset. So I didn't realise for so long that that was something I usually avoided. As they say, I was the absolute ostrich. I would bury my head in the sand and ignore them when in fact that was creating a problem, not solving it. But in the moment, it was solving it. It was moving me away from those feelings I didn't want to feel. In the long term, it was creating a bigger problem. But because I was in survival mode, I only ever looked day to day. So when you look at how these things evolve and what the triggers are, you can then start changing that. You can actually start looking at how it's impacting you in the present, how you're reacting to it now, what's reality and what's just emotions, patterns and behaviour and what needs to be changed within your mindset. Because for most of us, we carry a level of scarcity. And it does impact us. It does create limits because it creates behaviours from that. For some of us, we never get to enjoy. I've worked, worked with people that have literally saved every penny all their lives, all their lives, up until the time they retired and they walked out the door at 65, 66, staying on an extra year to get extra money, extra cash, never enjoying the holidays or, you know, all the experiences life has to offer throughout your life because of the fear of spending money. 
deemed mean or greedy or any of those things when it's just fear driving the behaviors so it impacts us all in different ways but for all of us we do have a level of scarcity within our mindset but for me it was attached to survival and living in survival mode so the two combined created quite the car crash many times when it came to Linda and money um, and believe me guys even speaking to you on this today it's not my most comfortable topic because it's you know where I've lived where I've been for a long time but being open and sharing these things if there's someone else out there that's going yeah that's me yeah that's me which I usually get after the podcast there are ways through this there are ways over and at least you're catching it now and you can change moving forward so how do we first see and hear the things that we say when we're in a level of scarcity mindset so what are some of the signs that we're stuck in a scarcity mindset one is that thinking that you always lose to others and that others always win others always get that contract or win the lotto or get that financial abundance that you just don't get. That is one of the traits of a, of a, a scarcity mindset that you always lose. That That's just not available to you. You're the loser. You're the underdog. Um, for me, it wasn't so much that I always lose, but definitely I was the, the underdog. I was the one to me that would always have to to fight harder, to try harder, to, and again, that's that that was just hardwired into my mindset. Is it reality? Absolutely not. I've been very blessed with the opportunities that I've had in my lifetime, but that was not my thinking. Another way it shows up is when we're viewing others, including friends, fellow business people, family we're viewing them as competitors our siblings it can show up a lot in that space when we see them as someone or something that you're competing with that's tied into a, a, a scarcity mindset when you're not raising each other up and helping each other along if you're in a competing space you're in a, in a scarcity mindset if you're feeling like you're always behind there's one of the ones that showed up for me feeling like I was always behind other people and I had so many responses to that I was you know oh well you're a single parent you know you're you're struggling and I'm not saying that wasn't true I was a single parent and I was struggling but I was struggling because I never saved because of the mindset I was in so I was creating my own reality another way it shows up and this is more so within the workspace would be when you're you're over scheduling yourself, um, overworking yourself to try and get as much in as you can. If you're going into a blind panic when you have to pay out a, a particular bill or something unexpected comes in, if you're really feeling anxious about it, again, that's tied into having a scarcity mindset. If you feel greedy or mean or even guilty about wanting more money. Again, that was me. I blamed the Catholic upbringing on that. You know, we're not to be greedy. We're not to be gluttonous. I thought, and I do think a part of it comes from that. 
that it was hardwired in. We were avid churchgoers. I was bet to mass on a Sunday morning. Uh, sometimes we'd hide in the lane as I got older, but I did attend a huge amount of um, of masses as a child. And you were where you were there and listening. You knew all that stuff off by heart. I used to say all the priest words of, as well as me own. It was that ingrained from going. But some of that lands. That lands and depending on what you're listening to and how, you know, the church and the masses tell you how you have to behave and how you have to be. To you, it may not be okay to, to want more money. You're supposed to, you know, want more love, want more joy. But the reality is money creates financial freedom. Money gives you the ability to, to live how you want to live, to share what you want to share, to, to give as much as you want to. Money is allows us to experience life at the highest level. Money is abundance. Money is energy. That is all it is. So it's not about greedy or not being greedy, but it is, as I say, being aware of what your own thinking is. Another way it shows up in business, and again, this is probably an avid row a lot of um, business owners would have with themselves, is not asking for your true value or worth because you're afraid. Because you're afraid that they'll go, on our way, that's not your prices, or oh my God, that you'll lose it, that they'll go somewhere else, that it'll leave, that you won't, you won't get that client, so therefore you'll have less money, or it's all of this thinking, again, that is scarcity mindset. So opening up to your own thinking, looking at your own spending habits, um, seeing and where even when, when you're saving, and it's amazing to say it really really is to be moving towards goals to have future plans it's an amazing thing a gift to give to yourself 100% it gives us safety security and stability and when I look at my own life some of the things I never felt were financial safety and security but I never realised that that's what I was lacking. I never realised that was something I wanted or needed. And because of the survival mode, that went against that. I would mind myself in the moment, get myself financially through the day, um, survive the next hurdle that came along and manage through it. And that has hugely impacted how I've lived financially and a lot of the stress that I would have been under a lot of um yeah like hiding from those bills being fearful of putting money in the bank hiding from bookkeeping or building into pensions or all of those things it's for me when I look now it has shaped a lot of how I lived for for a long time and that's something that in the past few months and even now I'm working hugely on changing. Some of what I'm doing is absolutely building clarity around where I am financially right now in this moment. Where I was six months ago, where I am now and where I want to be. And I'm looking at all those things and I'm going, OK. And then I'm looking at everything that's coming in, the income, everything that's going out, basically clarity building clarity around 
your financial existence. That's the fourth step. Looking at how you're living versus how you want to be living. And what's the gap there? Is it, say, if you're a constant spender, is it because you're constantly spending so you never have the money to be living the way you actually want to be living because you're constantly spending on trivial things, on quick hits, on your Amazons, on your shopping centres and all of those places so you're never putting money by? Or is it that you're constantly hoarding and saving, saving, saving and not allowing yourself to live at all now? It's looking at how you're living within your financial existence and what are the things you want to change? Looking at your habits of spending, what you perceive as a luxury, how you judge other people for spending. That shows you a scarcity mindset as well. What you think of others who do, do spend on those things and how you feel in and around that. Build in those gratitude practices because gratitude has you focusing on what you have, not what you don't have. And scarcity mindset is bred through focusing on what you don't have. So changing your own mindset around it by building in a regular um, gratitude practice has huge results in changing up the scarcity mindset and allowing you to live how you deserve to be living as opposed to living constrained to your own mindset's limits and then feeling hugely stressed about why you're not where you want to be or living how you want to be um, so taking a look at that and following through with some of those tips will have you living your best life so that's it for me for this week guys i hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways and as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me linda at yourgifttoyou.com guys because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.